It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The World in 10 for Friday the 16th of December. I'm Steve Holden. And I'm Sonal Patel. Coming up, as Russia launches a fresh wave of attacks on Ukraine, we hear about one British volunteer who's been putting his life at risk to rescue civilians. Since I first met him, he's lost his right eye, taken out by shrapnel. During a rescue in which one of the people he was rescued was killed by a Russian bullet in the seats behind him. Ten people, five of them children, have been killed in a huge flat fire in France. So we'll start by heading to Ukraine, where Russia appears to have carried out a huge round of missile attacks across the whole country. That's the sound of explosions reported in the capital, Kyiv. Grey smoke is seen rising above the city. In other parts of the country, local authorities have said critical infrastructure has been hit. That's something Russia has been regularly targeting. The eastern city of Kharkiv has been left without electricity and two people are reported to have been killed in the south of the country when a residential building was hit. Now, this comes after Ukraine's defence minister said he believed Russia would carry out a new offensive in February. Alexei Reznikov says that's when half of the 300,000 troops conscripted in October would complete their training. Meanwhile, Russia says eight people were killed by Ukrainian shelling in the Russian-controlled Luhansk region. Now, the latest wave of missile strikes comes as the Times of London releases a film today which has followed one English volunteer who rescues people from the battlefields of Ukraine. His name is Dave Young. Just as we came off, an aerial bomb hit the five-storey block and absolutely took it out of action. There was at least one person trapped right on the inside, got crushed. They called the MCS, they called the emergency services and they're like, you're in that back mudka. Sorry, nothing goes there. Ambulances don't go there, fire service doesn't go there, soldiers fight, they don't help, they have no time. So this is real no man's land. You live up here, you're on your own. Dave had been living in Ukraine for 16 years making lamps and rather than leave the country when it was invaded, he stayed and started to work for a charity as a driver. Anthony Lloyd is the Times of London senior foreign correspondent who's been following Dave. The risk that he's putting himself in and the, the danger is extreme. I mean, he's lost, since I first met him, he's lost his right eye, taken out by shrapnel mm. during a rescue in which one of the people he was rescued was killed by a Russian bullet in the seats behind him. Uh, his vehicle's been shot up on numerous times. There's bullet holes all over the, the inside. To France now, where a devastating fire has killed 10 people, including five children. It broke out in a seven-storey apartment block in vaux en velon on the outskirts of Lyon. 
Firefighters were called to the building at around three in the morning. Within 15 minutes, around 170 firefighters were at the site trying to bring the fire under control. One person living nearby told a French newspaper, I was awakened by the screams. We wanted to help people, but the smoke was too heavy. I saw a dead woman. It's dramatic. Another neighbour said, I told my kid not to go to school. He's shocked. It traumatised him to hear screams like that, screams of horror. My legs are shaking. We don't yet know what caused the fire. Four people are in a critical condition, while ten others, including two firefighters, have been injured. The block of flats where the fire broke out is part of a housing project in the suburbs of Lyon, and it's believed the fire started on the ground floor, spreading upwards. The neighbourhood is undergoing a multi-million euro renovation, but has had a poor reputation for problems of urban decay and crime. Interior Minister Gérard Demanin says the cause of the fire is still unknown. He praised the work of the firefighters who rescued people in extremely difficult conditions. He says the children who died were all aged between 3 and 15. The French Home Secretary added that an inquiry into what sparked the fire will be launched later on Friday. Since his takeover of Twitter, Elon Musk has made a number of radical decisions and the latest controversy includes the suspension of several prominent journalists who've recently written about him. He said they were taken off after breaking rules about doxing, which is the sharing of someone's personal information like their location. The billionaires implied that it's all connected to an account which was suspended earlier this week that had been tracking his private jet in real time. He tweeted, Criticising me all day long is totally fine, but doxing my real-time location and endangering my family is not. The billionaire said there would be a seven-day suspension for doxing, and he followed it up with a Twitter poll on when to reinstate the accounts. Now, reporters at organisations including CNN and Mashable were among those suspended, and it's thought the majority had been commenting on the private jet account. But one of the journalists from the Washington Post said he'd written about Elon Musk, but all the links were to publicly available, legally acquired data. Over in Canada, Montreal's hosting an international conference to look at how we can preserve the world's biodiversity, making sure that the planet's wildlife is still around for coming generations. Demonstrators outside conference headquarters holding a rally for nature. It's called COP15. Let me explain, because we've had a few of these conferences. COP simply stands for the Conference of the Parties of an International Convention, and this year there are three. One for biodiversity, COP15, one for climate change, COP27, and one for world wildlife, COP19. The pandemic meant countries haven't had a chance to meet for a few years, so COP15 is a particularly important once-in-a-decade opportunity to stop the destruction of the natural world. When we're talking about biodiversity, we're talking about all of the range of life on Earth. Dr Stephanie Ray's in Montreal for her company RSK Group, which is an environmental and sustainability business. She explains why this conference is so important. So we have to look at that much wider way that we interact with nature in everything we do. And so 
agriculture is a really significant issue here, how we grow the food that we all need. One of the aims is to reduce pesticide use by two-thirds, and scientists say more than a million species are facing extinction. The talks end on Monday, and ministers from across the globe want to agree a deal. Emily Wilkinson's from the campaign group Stop Ecocide. What we really want to do at this conference is make sure that everybody at the conference knows that ecocide law is coming, that it is something important and that it will change the face of the way we govern and the way we relate to our environment. We want world leaders to hear our call. As so often in these cases, much comes down to who pays the bill for tackling the planet's environmental challenges which is proving to be the stumbling block. In sport, with news of the European Super League, here's Kane Reeves. It's being suggested a legal judgment that may well have killed off football's controversial breakaway European Super League for good might also help level out the top of the European game. The European Court of Justice's Advocate Generals judged that UEFA, the continent's governing body, was within its right to sanction clubs who intended to join the league last year. And Manchester United have reached an agreement with TeamViewer to allow the club to look for a new front-of-shirt sponsor. TeamViewer's five-year partnership with United was due to run until 2026. The deal is reported to be worth £47 million a year. It gives United the option of buying back the rights to the shirt sponsorship, which could then be sold on to another interested party. It's not even taking place yet, but it's thought Taylor Swift has now broken the record for the highest-grossing tour by a female artist of all time. She's going on the road for the Eras tour in 2023, and so far it's estimated to have made more than $500 million. Taylor's breaking the record held by Madonna for her Sticky and Sweet tour. Ticket sales for the Eras tour have not gone entirely smoothly, though. Retailer Ticketmaster faced fierce criticism over its pre-sale for fans and had to eventually cancel the public sale of tickets because of what it called unprecedented demand and a staggering number of bot attacks. And finally, could saving this... Be the answer to saving the planet. It's a whale, if you hadn't guessed. Scientists think it has the potential to help slow down climate change. A group of them have been examining the whale's ability to reduce carbon in the Earth's atmosphere. It's what's called a carbon sink. And what a sink it is. Whales, especially great whales, can weigh up to 28 tonnes and live over 100 years. Their size and their long lives mean they accumulate more carbon in their bodies than other small animals. When they die, they sink to the bottom of the ocean, taking carbon out of the atmosphere for centuries. Save the whale, save the planet. And that's your World in 10 for Friday the 16th of December. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.